Welcome to the CMC podcast. CMC is one of Brisbane and Australia's leading Bible colleges. We combine a dedication to Christian truth with a passion for spirit life and a commitment to academic excellence. You'll be hearing from a variety of students, lecturers, pastors, and team here at CMC. We pray that these episodes inspire you and help you to influence your world for good and for God. Enjoy. I'm super excited to be here tonight. I'm super honored to be asked to bring the word tonight. And I'm just, um, I'm one of many people that you're going to hear from this week on the topic of finishing strong. It is week 12. Everyone here has put in hard yards. They've, they've done the time and it's nearly there, nearly two weeks. And you guys should be, you guys should be proud of yourself. You should be proud of yourself for um, taking the time to study at CMC. You know, for some of you, you may actually be the first person in your family completing a higher education degree or maybe just the first person uh, attending Bible college in your family. And here you are starting a new legacy for your family. And I know probably you're like Jethro, I'm not feeling encouraged or excited right now because if you knew the assignments that I had to do in the next like week and a half, two weeks, uh, but I promise you the finish line is so close. You are nearly there. Be proud of yourself. It is going to be good. Now, on the topic of finishing strong, I was trying to think of what I could uh, bring the word on tonight. And I thought I would on my new favorite hobby. <laughs> and uh, my new favorite hobby is Formula One. Who here loves Formula One? Come on, Joshy B. Of course, Pastor Andrew and Rudolph. Rudolph's got the Ferrari hat. I actually didn't ask him to wear that, but I'm so grateful. Go Ferrari. It's going to be a uh, yeah, great season. Uh, but Formula One, it is so exciting. Now, if you don't like Formula One or you don't like cars or racing, can I please just urge you, once you've finished your assignments, uh, get onto Netflix and watch the first episode of Drive to Survive. You know, I didn't care for racing. I didn't care for F1 until one night dad's like, oh, let's just watch this new TV show. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really sure. He's like, let's give it an episode. We were like fighting at the end of the episode on who's going to press next to go to the next one. It was captivating. I am hooked on Formula One. There was just so much love about it. So many different layers, so many things that go into the sport that isn't just the race, but the transportation of the cars, the way different teams supply engines to other teams. Like that's just blows my mind. But uh, anyway, enough about that. But in Formula One, what can often happen is, right, you've got these different races, different circuits, and you can have a racer and they're doing so, a driver, and they're doing so well at the beginning of the race, right? They're off, you know, they get a hot start, they are going well, you know, they've completed the first 10 laps, it's great, you know, they made their first pit stop, the team was ready there with the tyres, everything's ready to go, quick 2.4 second Ferrari pit stop, it is good, you know, and you're watching it and you're captivated and it looks like the person in uh, position one is going to win the race, you know, they get halfway through the race, it's looking good, they've got like a 10 second lead, gets three quarters through the race, it's obvious, it is obvious they have won. But then something can go wrong. Engine failure, they lose power. Maybe they get a bit too prideful and they're trying to go around a corner a bit too quick and they spin out and crash. And when you're looking at it, you think they're going to win. And all of a sudden something happens and they don't just lose position one, but they don't end up finishing the race at all. And what happens is the results come up at the end of the race and there's the different ones, one down to 20. And the people who didn't finish, they're down the bottom. And they got three letters against their name that you do not want to have. D-N-F. Did not finish. And so tonight I want to talk about it's not over 
till it's over. You know, these drivers can be doing so well for 68 of the 70 laps. But until they cross that finish line, until they cross the checkered flags, it isn't over. They haven't won. And so tonight we're going to be talking about endurance. And there's this verse in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 11. So now finish this so that your eagerness in desiring it may be equaled by your completion of it according to your ability. And so tonight we're talking about academic excellence and what can happen is this, and I've done this myself, is that you start the semester strong. You know, you're about to start, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to do the pre-readings for my lecture. (laughs) You know, even a crazy one, I'm going to check my student email. Wow. You know, I am going to make sure I'm handing assignments in on time. You know, I'm going to attend every in-person lecture. You know, I heard Pastor Andrew talk about the 6 a.m. prayer meetings. You consider me there. I may even do the 5 a.m. option, and I'm going to do it every week for 13 weeks. It's going to be awesome. You know that Academic Excellence Award? That's mine. You know, it is exciting. You want that. It is good. And you start up with so much excitement and so much enthusiasm. And so it should be. Study is an exciting uh, season. It is something we should be uh, enthusiastic about. But what happens is we do lap one, and we're like, this is easy. This is good, I've got this, I'm in position one, this is good. And we keep going and we get through week one, week two, week three, and maybe, oh wait, we didn't attend that prayer meeting. Oh, and then we go to week four and we didn't attend that lecture, or oh, sorry, I forgot to reply to that email, or we didn't hand that in. And so these things start to creep in and what seems really good and enthusiastic at the beginning starts to slow down and we start to lose power. We maybe have a little bit of engine failure or maybe we get a bit too prideful and go try to go around a corner too quick and we lose it. And so I want to bring, it's a, it's a message of encouragement tonight, so I'm going to keep smiling. I want us to all be friends at the end of this message, please. If you have any emails, send it to uh, Pastor Andrew, not me. But uh, I'm talking about endurance tonight. And I want to give three keys to ensure that when we cross the finish line and that we do cross the finish line, is that we're not limping across. When it gets to graduation, Pastor Andrew's there with your certificate in a cool little uh, tube. You're not just like limping across and just do a little wet fish handshake because (laughs) you probably shouldn't have made it, you know, but you just got this, just scraped through. Now, I want like an Andy Dufresne at the end of Shawshank Redemption, just climbs out of the tunnel, the rain's coming down, the camera's panning around, and there you have, you have finished it. It is victory. It's like the end of the breakfast club, you know, where he does the arm up. But here are three keys to increase our endurance, to ensure that we finish, that when we get to our end of our season, our season of study or just seasons in life, that we do not have a DNF at the end of our name. Because Andy Stanley says this, people won't remember your finest hour, they'll remember your final hour. Let me say that again. People won't remember your finest hour, but they'll remember your final hour. We can do all these amazing things in our life and in our ministry and in our workplace, but the way we finish, people will remember. And it's a really sobering thought, and there's plenty of examples around it in the world at the moment. And so key number one to increase our endurance is fuel your body. 
Now, all athletes, they have a strict diet plan. Trust me, I know. No, I'm kidding. Uh, strict <laughs> diet plan. And they are careful about what sort of food they eat, what sort of drinks they drink, what they allow into their body, you know, making sure they're getting the right nutrients, the right electrolytes, having the right supplements to ensure that they are at their peak performance, that when it comes time to the race, they are ready to go. They are in their optimum, right? And so us as Christians and us as leaders here tonight, we need to be asking ourselves, what is fueling our body? You know, we need to be careful with what we are consuming, maybe simple as the movies and TV shows we watch. You know, I've had to lay down Stranger Things in the last week because TV show I absolutely love, but come season four, it's not going to suit my lifestyle anymore. You know, and what may have been good back then and you may have been okay with now isn't going to help you finish the race. And so sometimes you've got to take a little step back in that mind because it's going to cause you to finish the race. And so... And then, you know, sometimes, you know, we can look at, yeah, movies and TV shows, but maybe we're so fueled on knowing the latest information about someone's life. Maybe we're so fueled on the latest gossip or having to be in the know for whatever reason. It's actually inhibiting us. It's not fueling us. And so we all know the number one performance enhancer that we have, the number one thing that can fuel our body is the word of God. There is nothing that beats it. And sometimes we have this mindset of we think it's a supplement. You know, we fuel our body with other things. Oh, quick, I better quickly get a little supplement of some, uh, uh, the book of Acts, you know, just pop a little pill of Acts in the day and it's good, you know, we're ready to keep going. But it's not the supplement, it's not an additive, it is the main thing. It is the thing that is gonna get us to finish the race. And so maybe we need to not just open our Bibles when we have to write an assignment. Or maybe open our Bibles when it comes time to bring in the word at at chapel or when the lecturer calls on us to read a certain verse in their lesson. That we need to be daily, a daily habit of reading the word because that is how we are going to finish the race. So when it comes to having to take those corners, we've got the foundations. We've got the roots deep to know that we have the training to be able to carry on and finish uh, the race. You know, Romans 12 verse 2, do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's done through what we're consuming, because if we're not consuming the word of God, we've got to be consuming something else. So we need to work. What is fueling our bodies? The second thing is. Choose your exercise. Now, there's so many things that go into endurance training, many different exercises that you can pick depending on what is needed in that situation or that thing you were training for. But to be able to choose our exercise, we first need to check our blind spots. We need to know our blind spots. You know, the awesome thing about Formula One is they can communicate with the team back at the command and they can let them know, you know, how fast they're going, you know, what's how many hundredth of a second they've made up each lap. And the uh, command people can tell them, you know, what's going on, what the other drivers are doing, what's happening, the things that the driver may not know that they need to know to be able to finish the race and to be able to win. And so we need people in our ears, in our life, we need a team around us that we can ask to check our blind spots for us. Because then when we know our blind spots, when we know the things that we need to improve on, we can then choose the exercise that is needed to be able to strengthen that area. Because it's one thing, it can be great at preaching a message or leading a prayer meeting. And if you keep focusing on that and strengthening that area, when when it comes time to stepping into your ministry role, 
It's not just going to be sermons on a Sunday and leading a prayer meeting that is going to build your church and help you finish that race. Because if it comes time to, you know, having to do your admin work and your organizational things and management of finances, and that's always been a weakness for you, always been a blind spot for you, and you haven't done the exercise to be able to train you for that moment, there could be a DNF against your name. And we do not want that. So I encourage you, when you leave tonight, put it in your calendar. Get someone in front of you, get a mentor, a leader, whoever is your oversight, something like that, and get them to talk to you about your blind spots, the things that we can't see. I know Pastor Josh has had to have conversations with me about my blind spots, you know, and I may not like them, the conversation in the moment, but I'm so grateful for it now because I've had to be able to have the exercise to be able to grow in those areas. So check your blind spots so then you can choose your exercise. And the third and final one is maintain consistency. You know, I, this happens with me when it comes to running. Let me tell you, I'll be a bit vulnerable with you guys. Uh, what will happen is I'll wake up one day. I think I could go for a run today. Have this random boost of energy. So I either go early in the morning, late in the afternoon, and I go for a run. I get, uh, dust off the Strava app. I press record so I can track it because you always need to track a run. You know, do it. And then I aim for a five-kilometer run straight up. No practice, no training beforehand. And I can do it. You know, just I managed to like hobble over the finish line and, you know, I take a quick selfie because did you even exercise if it doesn't go on social media? Uh, And then, you know, you do those things. And then what happens is I get really sore and really tired after that in the days after. And then I won't run again for another year. And so if you look at my Strava app, you know, 2020, there's a run there in February. 2021, oh, yep, decided to do one in May. And then it came to the beginning of the year. I was like, nah, I really want to work on my exercise. I need to change my mindset around it. So what I decided to do is instead of going for a five-kilometer run once a year, I would start off with just doing like just under two kilometers just around the local school oval. And so I did that, and I did it in like, you know, 15 minutes. I was like, come on, this is good. You know, I'm doing it better. And then two days later, I wasn't sore anymore. So I did it again. And then a couple days later, I wasn't sore, and I just kept doing micro improvements, and I was consistent with it. And so for some of us, we need to no, stop aiming for the five-kilometer run straight up. We need to just doing the, aim small and just start doing the micro-improvements to sh- ensure that we can do the, uh, make the test of time. Because it's one thing, you know, to start an epic life group one week and have an epic first night, you know? And then come a couple weeks later, oh, never mind, it's not really there anymore. Because the training, the exercise, the things weren't consistent to be able to ensure that you would have it to be able to do the test of time and to be able to finish. So I want to encourage you tonight, there's a smile on my face, uh, that there is still time. Two weeks left is plenty of time to still be able to finish strong. And if you just show up, it will help. You know, the fact that you're here tonight on a Monday night, there could be a million excuses you could have to not be here tonight. But you have shown up and you've got to keep showing up for the next two weeks, the next three weeks, whenever the last assignment is due. Because it is consistency that is going to help you through this race. It is consistency what is going to ensure that you finish this race. So be excited. Encourage yourself. Be grateful that you're here. Be grateful that you're studying. And I'm just going to pray us out. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful for this opportunity to be a part of our Bible college. So I'm uh, just grateful, Lord, that you want to partner with us in the establishment of your kingdom here on earth. So, Lord, just show us 
the areas in our life, the blind spots that we have, Father God. And, and Holy Spirit, just reveal the right training and uh, disciplines that we need, Lord, to be able to, to strengthen those weaknesses, Lord, because we want to be people that are marked by you, people that stand the test of time, Lord. So we just, just continue to reveal that to us and just give us a supernatural strength over the next few weeks as we finish our assignments, Lord. May we just count it all a joy, Father God, and just, yeah. just so grateful for who you are and what we get to do in this life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CMC podcast. Let us know what you thought by leaving us a review. You can connect with us on social media at City Point Ministry College or head to cmc.edu.au to find out more about who we are.